0: The violence in Syria spilled over into Lebanon earlier this week. There were clashes in northern Lebanon between Alawites and Sunni Muslims. The Alawites are members of the same ethnic group as Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. But sectarian clashes have long been a part of history in Lebanon, both ancient and modern. And they play a part in a movie by a Lebanese filmmaker that's out in the U.S. now. Ben Gilbert has more. Nadine Labaki grew up during Lebanon's 15-year civil war. She says the experience played a key role in becoming a filmmaker. She lived above a video store and had to walk through a sandbagged entrance to get to it.
1: For me, it was my escape to the outside world where I could rent films that came from anywhere, everywhere. And I think when, you know, you discover the way to create these worlds that have nothing to do with your own world or with your own routine was to do it through becoming a filmmaker. I decided to become one very early.
0: Labaki's childhood experiences and Lebanon's experience with war are brought out in her new film, Where Do We Go Now? The fantastical and sometimes musical film tells the tale of an isolated mountain village where Christians and Muslims live together peacefully, although a war between the two sects rages elsewhere in the country. The war is never seen, but looms just beyond the horizon. The village, though, is not untouched by past conflicts. graveyard in the opening scene, the village women, dressed in black, beating their chests, clean the headstones of their fathers, sons, and brothers killed in years past, though now it appears that all is calm. Until the village gets its first satellite dish, and that link with the outside world brings news of Muslim and Christian clashes. Tensions are inflamed when the village imam finds animals in the mosque. His congregation feels insulted and blames the Christians. One man smashes the Virgin Mary with a stick. The men then rally around their respective religions. Meanwhile, the women of the village, both Christian and Muslim, work anxiously to find out a way to keep their men from killing each other, again. They sabotage the satellite TV and stage a fake miracle, but after blood is put into the holy water and Muslims' shoes are stolen during prayer, the men begin fighting in the village coffee shop. In the film's first powerful scene, Labaki's character, Mary Jane, tries to stop the violence. Stop it. It's enough, she screams. Have you learned nothing? Haven't we suffered enough? You act as if we were born to wear black and to mourn you. Is this what being a man means? She asks. The speech ends the fighting for a time. The women eventually go to extremes to halt the escalation. They bring in a troop of Russian prostitutes and drug the village men with marijuana pastries. There's also a song about how the hashish will keep their men alive. Brown or yellow, it doesn't matter. Worth its weight in gold, they sing. This hashish comes from my heart. My man is drowning. Throw him a lifesaver. But the drug-induced feelings of goodwill are temporary. The men begin plotting to dig up hidden weapons, and the women have had enough. In a final, desperate act, they convert to one another's religions. The Christian women become Muslim. The Muslim women become Christian. One of the men wakes up to find his formerly Christian mother in a Muslim headscarf. Labaki says the film isn't meant to be taken literally, but it does have roots in reality. She got the idea for the film when clashes broke out in Beirut in 2008.
1: Beirut became a war zone over hours. And I saw people that belonged to different political parties, but also to different religions, become enemies again. And I'd seen them succeed in living together, you know, in the same neighborhood, breathing the same air. And these events proved to me that uh, anything can become a reason for us to take weapons again and to start killing each other again.
0: Trapped in her apartment by the fighting, Labaki and one of her co-writers imagined a woman trying to keep her son from leaving the house to go fight. She had found out she was pregnant a few days before. Labaki says the scene where she tells the men she has had enough was actually her speaking. It's something she's wanted to say for a long time. I've had enough
1: seeing mothers cry, and I wonder where do they find the strength to keep living. And yes, I wanted this to be like a cry for help, you know, because how can we make ourselves heard? I don't know if I succeeded or not, but this was my intention.
0: The power and simplicity of Labaki's message made it perhaps one of the greatest cinematic releases in Lebanon in years. Screenings were sold out across the country. Audiences in the U.S. may not pick up on the Lebanese jokes, but they will identify with the universal message of mothers having had enough of violence. For the world, I'm Ben Gilbert in Beirut.